0: Hi, it's Paul. How you doing? I wondered if you'd listened to the last episode that we did. I've been trying to work out if it was useful or how useful it was overall because looking at the numbers, it looks like we'd more people listen to that one than any of our other Sprint episodes in this series. and I couldn't I couldn't work out if it was just the title or the topic itself about lacking passion, maybe being something that people felt quite deeply. Who knows? Anyway, it's just me this week. James has been super busy and he had a great time out in Toronto. If you followed his Inside Out blog on the Pylon website, it was great to get a real insight into his mind, his life, his training and his preparation for a marathon, a big city marathon. Uh, So huge thanks to James for doing this and please do check it out if you haven't gone through any of those blogs. Uh, Really worthwhile. Anyway, on to this week. And it's not entirely unrelated. It's another mistake, a problem we see in training. And that's about the struggle of sticking to the plan. Now, most of the people we work with are especially committed athletes. But with that investment in coaching and foreign races and kit and time, it's not uncommon for people to enthusiastically commit to a long-term training plan with the absolute best of intentions only to falter and eventually fall off the wagon. This phenomenon happens across the board, although it's less common with a coach, probably due to the accountability element, but it's very common when you manage your own training plan and with other areas of life beyond running. So it does raise the question, why do people often fail to stick to training plans despite their initial commitment and promises? So let's dive into a few of the underlying reasons behind this common struggle. I think some of these could be an individual episode uh, by themselves. Uh, So this is just a summary really and we can pick up more on any of these if it feels right in later episodes. So the first one for me is having unrealistic expectations. So I think this is probably one of the primary culprits Lots of people start the running journey with the hope of seeing immediate results, whether it's a 10k PB, it's running really strong in the hills, having spent little time there, or being able to run 50k with friends without struggling, having never, having never run more than 30 kilometres. It's totally fine to be ambitious, but the danger is that if these expectations are not met, it can lead to discouragement and abandonment of the plan. Clearly, running and, I guess, fitness in general is a gradual process and it requires patience and persistence. But we're not very good at being patient now, are we, really? And from my time as a coach, I know for sure that I probably had some athletes who were really close to breaking through into a better performance and a more rewarding and satisfying running journey. But their impatience drove discouragement and a need to do it alone or to go elsewhere to make it happen quicker or just abandon altogether and do something else so the second i think is a lack of variety now repetition is a big part of training particularly for endurance but that in itself can be a motivation killer so sticking to the same routines for an extended period can begin to feel monotonous and pretty boring, if we're being honest about it. So this lack of variety often results in a loss of interest and eventual abandonment of the plan. Now a coach can help with this by keeping sessions fresh and challenging and also suggesting different periods of training and trying to understand what's really important to you deep down as an athlete. But the individual has to take some responsibility for this too. And that could be simple things like choosing different places to run, working on smaller mini goals and asking yourself about what really makes you tick and being willing to try new ways of training. But when I say that, that's only as part of a longer plan. So it's not throwing it out altogether at the first sign of trouble, which is quite often something that people will do. The third is overcommitment. Sometimes with a lot of motivation and energy, It's quite easy to overcommit to the training plan by setting unrealistic goals that are really difficult to maintain in the long run. It's not unusual for people to target PBs from 5K to marathon. So I want a PB in a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, a marathon, and then I also want to do really, really well in a 100 mile race too. And at the start, they're more than willing to train twice a day every day to make it happen but any drastic increase in the frequency and the intensity of workouts can obviously lead to burnout, injury or just feelings of being overwhelmed. So it's important to strike a balance between your ambition and your feasibility um, to ensure that the plan can stay sustainable. The next few are probably fairly self-explanatory, and I won't go into too much detail, but things like time constraints, So that's juggling everything you have on at the same time. It's hard to train for a competitive 24-hour performance with five hours of available training time a week. And then there's certainly something about a lack of accountability. Um, Committing to a long-term training plan is really hard to do on your own. So even just sharing your goals and progress with others can help a lot if coaching isn't right for you, for example. Finally, I know I'm sorry this is maybe longer than I'd planned, um, is really lack of intrinsic motivation. So sometimes people embark on a training plan primarily for external reasons, such as they feel that they should be doing something or a particular race or a particular distance and they want to show other people what they're capable of and they feel some sense of pressure. But as you know, already, these external motivators can fade over time, and that makes it really difficult to maintain commitment. In contrast, intrinsic motivation, so that's fueled by a genuine desire to improve, uh, a genuine desire to learn and enjoy the journey, is much more likely to lead to lasting success. So overall... Failing to stick to a training plan or any wider plan in life like a diet or personal development course or maybe learning a new skill or language, despite the initial commitment and promises, is a common struggle. But it's important to recognise that this doesn't make you or the plan a failure. I know we're probably tired of hearing that life or running is a journey. I've heard it loads of times and you tend to hear it when things aren't going so well. Well, it's all part of the journey. But we can at least take on board that no matter what, it's going to be filled with challenges and that they can be overcome with the right strategies and the right mindset. So in summary, for me, it's all about setting realistic expectations. It's about having some variety in what you're doing. It's building some kind of support system and managing your time effectively. And then fundamentally, you have to cultivate that deep down intrinsic motivation too, So on a personal level entirely, with my situation in New Zealand at the moment, I'm not 100% with any of those measures I've just talked about eh, at the moment, certainly compared to where I used to be with training and racing. I'm definitely lacking a bit of variety. My support system in some areas is good and in others it's really lacking. And I'm also having to try and evaluate and realign the intrinsic motivation Because it's important to recognise that that never stays static and you need to learn to evolve with that. So please don't think for a minute that other people don't struggle in the same way that you do. The important thing for me is not going through repeated cycles of this. We see it all the time with people committing to diets one week and a new one about four weeks later. We think a big purchase or commitment will help to cover some of the cracks. Maybe it's a new bike, a turbo trainer or a treadmill. Maybe it's a fresh new gym membership or a new coach and that's what's going to get me back on track. I'll start properly on Monday. Have you ever said that to yourself? Or, or have you at least heard that from somebody else? None of those purchases or commitments are really a problem, but if you're repeating these cycles of excitement, impatience, discouragement, abandonment, and then looking for external answers, you'll just keep on repeating the same cycle over and over again. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I'll maybe see if James can give us his take on this topic. There's quite a lot in it. None of this, I'd like to say, is an instruction manual from us. It's just some thinking that we do, having been involved in this great sport for many years. If you'd like to get more involved with Pylon, please check out the website or our social media channels. You could work with one of our great coaches or come along to one of our events. We're planning on some kind of live stream session soon, if we can work it out hopefully, and we'd love to hear from you there and see you there. For many of you, the racing season is over for 2023. With that in mind, we have a special winter-based training plan on sale at the moment. It's a one-off 10-week tailored plan to ensure you make the most of your off-season so that you can hit the ground running in 2024 it's also a great opportunity to see if a training plan might be a good way for you to get what you're really looking for from your learning journey i hope you have a great week we'll be back soon thanks for listening i am out of here